0: This is Rev. Chuck Blair. Welcome to our weekly podcast on New Church Live. So, so today we're going we're to be talking about, like, yeah, how do I come more and more into my song? Like, like what does that look like? How, another way to say it, how do I come into my gift? How do I come into my gift? Which is an amazing way to ask the questions, what do angels do? This is a series we've been looking at, and we've been talking about angels and how angels work out there into the world, and, 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 and how do they work in heaven, how does all this stuff comes to get, come together. And the Bible and New Church canon are filled with stories of angels. And it's an important starting point to say, we're not talking something separated from humanity. We're talking something deeply ingrained with humanity, deeply incarnated with humanity, that idea that we're all just simply angels in training. Some days the training is pretty rough, and the journey is always good. I want to say that again. Some days the journey is pretty rough, but it's always good. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Like, how does, how does it look like? Now, 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 think about for a minute the way God sees you. Like, if you see a little kid like we'll say five years old with brand new shoes and they start running across the room. What's the, and don't you dare say slow down because you're not allowed to say it. What is the thing that you tell that kid as you watch that grandchild or that, that niece or nephew booking across the room with those new, new shoes? You say, you are so, you guys, come on, somebody knows it. You are so fast, right? Even if they aren't. You're still going to say you're so fast, watching them just book across the room. And I think that's the way God looks at us. Like He's always looking for that gift, even that gift that we might not necessarily see, even that gift that may not necessarily connect in ways that we might imagine or be as celebrated as we might want. The idea, folks, is this: you know that we all have these little superhero powers. Everybody does. Each one of you here is a unique form of God's love. A unique, a unique form of the Lord's love come down here in the earth that, that he created on purpose because what he wants to create is a heaven from the human race. Just that simple, that very simple equation. And I want to give us a chance to like look at that and to, to people get a chance to share what actually is their superpower. So I'm going to actually put the question out there. And then people can either chat about it with somebody sitting beside you or you can text in your answer to me. We're going to put all that information up on the screen. And then I want to talk about it a little more and then actually do a little like like thing here with some people. You get a chance to see how this works. Does that all sound good? Yeah. Yes. All right. So I just ask you to think, just just take a breath and think of a time and it may have been a job thing, may not have been, but a time where you just, you, you felt like you were in you. Really, really in that you, that, that true self. The true self that unlike the false self, that the true self that can't be offended. The true self that has totally lost itself into the moment. And I want you to think, if you can just take a minute, just go one step back. What's the gift that you saw underneath it? Like, what's what's the gift you felt you could bring right there? Like, what what was it? Now, we're going to put the question up here. What is your gift? Text Chuck at 215-740-3662. I want you to go ahead and text it into me, and then I'm just going to mingle a little bit in the audience out there, just hear what some people have to say. And, and then I'm going to come back after you get a chance to chat a little bit about this. We're going to have a 60-second timer up there. After you get a chance to chat about this a little bit, again, we're going to talk about what does it really look like? So please, many of the, many of the gifts out there. Just, I, I want you guys to listen to these, you know and just know that, that this is who God actually made you to be. This is who you will become more and more into. A loving and supportive family, taking the first step to get something started. Being there as a dad for my children, love, intuition, gift of connecting people, and I have angels. I like that one. My sensitivity, my connectivity, always looking for the good in people. Judging this one, oh boy, this is a good parent one. Judging, a, juggling a household with many children, while trying to maintain peace and order. Sister of the heart, preaching, listening. My gift is humor. It's the only time I don't question. I don't worry. I just trust and let it flow. Like all of those parts, folks, like I, I are just beautiful. And there's so many more. And we're gonna, we're, again, we're gonna be chatting about these as, as we go throughout the service. And I want you to understand this. Please listen carefully here. Your gift is where you touch heaven. Your gift is where you touch heaven. Here's a little piece of New Church theology. Our souls are in touch with heaven. And and that's what I think our gifts, that's what I think they do. And in a little bit, what one person said there, it's kind of like it's a place where we know the way. We just understand it somehow. This is a beautiful line from John 14. Beautiful line. It's one I've preached on many times because I just think it, it so encapsulates this, this basic way that we hold life. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my Father's house, this is Jesus speaking, in my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you may also be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Just beautiful stuff. You know the place. Now now, now look at this key line, prepare a place for you, and I'm going to have you say the K word there on the second line, prepare a place for you, and you know. Like, like, folks, this is stuff we know. And I think about, like, you know, I know we have some, some teens and young adults here. Sometimes we can lose track of that so quickly that there's actually these things that we know, and that's why I think they just breathing and, and relaxing and understanding and, and finding ways through prayer, through meditation, through music, through church, through all these ways that we can just slowly kind of come down into who we truly are because, because that's the place where we know the way. And we know that that gift there touches heaven. Now, what I want to do is I have one person who's always been voluntold for this next thing I want to do. So he's going to come forward, and if I could have like two or three other super brave people who are willing to come forward, and they're going to form a little circle up here. So as the one person and the two or three wonderful volunteers come forward, if you could just give them a warm round of applause because I meet them right down here. Does anyone else want to come forward? I heard a C. Thank you, Bob. Excellent. I took it up a notch. Yes. <laughs> These guys are in the same small group. Oh, that was a good. That was a good answer, Bergen. All right. All right. Now, Curly, Larry, and Mo. What I want? Who am I? Who are you? Yes. <laughs> <Girl>. <laughs> so, what I want you guys to do is just just say what your gift is. Like when you were thinking about it, it's like, yeah, this, this was a gift I really found that, that just is something God gave me. I think uh, the gift that I feel is uh, one to connect with family and and take on, a, a, you know, maybe not the right way to say it, a paternal um, instinct to just want to provide and connect for the welfare of others. And of it was the ability to forget it's not about me and what uh. I get but what I can give to, um, to family. So, so that self-forgetfulness moving into family. Beautiful. Chris? Uh, I was told that my gift is humor. Humor. It is. Like any guy who wears a church shirt, as we're talking about heroes today, like you can't, you can't beat that. That's good. Well, actually, Chuck already read mine. I had texted in um, that I feel like my gift is being willing to take the first step to get something started. So having a thick enough skin to make a proposal and let, you know, people evolve, it evolve. So, yes, excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So, folks, you want to know, can I show you what heaven looks like? This is what heaven looks like. All of a sudden, this becomes a circle, right? And somebody, for example, will say deals with a little anxiety. <laughs> a little bit. And, and is worried, like... I have this gift I want to bring to the world. I really want to, like, figure out a way to to take care of more people. I've got this paternal instinct to take care and support. What gifts can you offer to him? You can say... Well, we need to take the first step. That's it. Yeah, figure out you're having dinner for all the kids Friday night. (laughs) What are you going to do? Excellent, excellent. Now, of course, the dinner with the kids Friday night... You better have a pretty good sense of humor. humor. So, guys, this is heaven. This is how it works. It doesn't work, each of you just turn your backs to each other. It doesn't work where we're each like, hey, I got my gift, a little better than his gift, this guy, pure JV gift. It's not that at all. It's where we get, and that's that's why in the new church you'll hear this phrase this, that, that heaven is nothing more than a society, than a group of uses. In other words, we're all sharing with each other. We're all looking for that gift in the other person. So it's not just take the first step that's my first step. It's how can I get him to take the first step? How can I support him in what he loves, what's good for him, what's best for him? And how can we smile the whole time we're doing it? Because this is going to be the punchline of the service. It's that joy actually, that frees us in the end, to really serve. Now, as the band comes out for this middle song, as the band comes out for this middle song, I want you to think about walking that kind of line. And it's walking that kind of line, and I say this a bunch, it's not walking a straight and narrow where there's a bunch of punitive and people and barbed wire on either side, making sure you don't stray. It's walking the straight and narrow because there are people cheering you on the whole time. People seeing, and People unseen, when we come back i 'm going to flesh that out a little more beauty again of, of living life coming right down that line that that beautiful line. <clears throat> How is it that that we kind of know the way i mean that that just interests me I, you know i 've said this before from the pulpit, and it, it it just it continues to be one of those parts that surprised me. I think as a pastor, my main gift is not done terribly well spoken i 'm um, certainly not getting by on good looks uh, you know. It's, it's that I, I'm observant, like I, I see stuff. And not like sixth sense, like I see dead people, but, you know, like, like I see stuff, like I see people, and I'm constantly amazed by the miracle of life. You know, that, that just, I'm just amazed all the time. And I'm amazed by how much people know the way. I'm amazed by how many times when I'm, when I'm counseling someone, you know, and again, I've said this before, but it bears repeating, who's going through a hard time, and counseling, just so you know, if you're a first-timer, counseling is not where you come to Chuck to figure out the answer. All I do is ask questions. So it's interesting, like, asking those questions, and, and a lot of the time, you know, I'll close, like, you probably already know the way, don't you? You probably already know the answer, don't you, even before you came here. And guess what people say most of the time? Yes, They do. They already have a sense of of what that answer is. And they're looking for the pastor sort of to give them permission and to remind them God loves them no matter how it goes. Isaiah. And you'll hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walking it, whether you turn to the right or whether you turn to the left, I will be with you. That's a beautiful, beautiful concept. Now, how is it that this works? Again, looking more into this, God keeps every individual, I'm going to have you say in there with a lot of gusto, God keeps every individual in the life of his or her own love, faith, intelligence, and wisdom, and so in their happiness. That's how heaven works. God looks for that part and expands it and he expands it through all eternity. You know, the story, uh, I remember I, I did a funeral for somebody who, uh, sometimes you do funerals for sometimes for people who've uh, been difficult, right? And and uh, just a little aside, the best funeral oration I ever heard was was for my grandmother, who I loved this woman. She was like a second mom to me, amazing, amazing woman who ran her, with an eighth grade education, started her own business, did well, and, uh, you know, with, with grandma, the first line out of the pastor's mouth, her name was Helena, was, we all know Helena was a difficult woman. And I thought, yes, he knows my grandma. <laughs> it was such a relief. And, and, uh, yeah, for, for, for those of you who are like ankle biters in the crowd, you know that that's a good, that's a good thing. The, 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 the piece of that, folks, like God keeps us in us and, And 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 this 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 idea that even when we're when we're having challenging times in our life, you know, there's there's always these moments. I think God kind of pulls it forward in these beautiful ways um and this going back to this funeral i did did for this grandfather who who's known to be a little difficult and talking to his 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 kids and his one of his kids said oh yeah their daughter was all sad because she wasn't going to get pop pop cereal anymore and pop pop cereal was he he would serve her frosted flakes the breakfast of champions and would serve her that and he would mash it before he poured milk on it so of these little tiny pieces that was pop pop cereal that's what God works with through all eternity. Not all the noise, worries, fears, things. How much of us have a few worries, noises, and anxiety? Please all raise your hand. That stuff ain't coming to heaven with you. It's not. It doesn't have a place there. That little part that does that for a granddaughter does have a place there. In that place, God takes and pulls forward through all eternity. And when we're in that place, something beautiful happens. We serve without reflecting on our active role in the process, without making a conscious decision, without making a conscious decision to engage in it. We just, we just simply can figure out a way to do it. It just comes naturally. It's not something we have to think about. Like, um, yeah, I just, you know, I, I see those moments, and it's, it's beautiful to watch weddings, baptisms. There's, there's always these moments, and people just kind of know stuff, and they, they're not thinking about it. They're not going through the motions. It's like there's, there's a music of the spheres that, that just kind of goes out there in incredible, beautiful ways. And I want to share with you, you know, a story I had from just last night, actually. Again, my power of observation is limited as it is. So, we had a beautiful wedding last night, a couple of parishioners got married, and it was a beautiful, beautiful thing, so I'm going to step over to here. So I enjoy this wedding, it's Kyle and Tia there in the middle, obviously getting married, and and I'm out there just visiting with people, and one of the groomsmen came over to chat with me, it was a beautiful conversation, beautiful conversation. And this is a this is a big man, and he even mentioned to work into the conversation. You should see my tattoos; I look really scary with them. And and uh, you know, I'm I'm chatting with him a little bit, and he's like, "Oh, I want to tell. Can I just tell you about this trip I took? Sure, I'd love to hear about it." So, yeah, you know, I'm 30 years old, I'm single, I, I'm not, you know, I don't have a family yet, so so I can travel. So I decided I wanted to go travel and I wanted to see the West Coast. So I I flew in to, to Phoenix and then then took buses all over the place. And but that's an interesting trip. He's talking to me more, and then he gets really excited about it. What angels do. The word enthusiasm and Theo in God what angels do Chuck let me tell you this story you know we're, I, I'm going out there and I look and I, go, I guess he's going on frontier airlines where they charge you like ten dollars to fly and like five hundred dollars for a piece of luggage you know and and uh, so he's there yeah and I, I went on one of these one of these discount carriers and I and I looked it's like so expensive to take baggage could I get an amen on that one it's crazy expensive to take baggage. And he said, So I had this idea and it worked really well. I decided I'm going with no baggage. I'm going with nothing. I'm not bringing a single carry on anything. That's pretty brave. Because this is what I decided to do. As soon as I landed, I stopped and I found a local Walmart and I bought all the clothes that I needed for my trip. It actually cost me less than all the baggage. So I did all my trip, I had all these things in a bag, and and then this is what happened. Right before I left, I found a homeless person and I gave him all the clothes. That doesn't make you a little choked up. (laughs) Listen back to it. At that moment, I'm not sure whether I'm talking to a person or to an angel. I suspect both. His excitement, his joy... His enthusiasm around that was truly remarkable. And and people like that, I'm going to step back here for a minute, people like that, they, they don't think through those things. I think they just do those things. I want to say that again. They don't think through those things. They just do those things. That's what heaven becomes. And we can see it in groups as well. We can see it beautifully in groups. We can see it in groups who, who like, appear to be hopeless in a certain way. I watched a beautiful, it was a longer documentary. It was a documentary about Angola Angola prison down in Louisiana. The average sentence of somebody in that prison, sentenced there to Angola, is 83 years. So most of them are not going to get out alive. So it was a show, and it was fascinating. It was a show about hospice care. How the prisoners have created their own hospice thing. And and how this got started is the warden said something really important. It says, These men need to learn to serve. These men need to learn to be givers, not just takers. Beautiful. And here's the amazing part like, it's even better. Like, the way they did this title, this is what you can Google if you want to watch it. The title was called Serving Life. Double entendre there, obviously. Serving life. And it was a miracle to watch how these men kind of found their way. There was one man, for example, who found his way, and he's, he's talking about like gently bathing, like, like this is somebody serving life prison for murder. Look at the tenderness, folks. Look at the care. He's not thinking, he's doing. And then my favorite actually was this next guy. He got into quilt making in prison because that's what people do. He got into quilt making. So, so as a prisoner was reaching the end of their life, he would make a unique quilt for every, every one of those people who was passing to go over their casket Look at his face. Look at what the end result of this particular quote was on the next slide. I'm free. No more chains holding me. There's a part of new church canon at the beginning of a book called True Love and Marriage, and it's where these people go through what they think all these imaginary heavens are. Heaven would be this or that or the other thing, and it could be like a big party or where we eat food all the time. And interestingly, also, a, a, you know, one is like, oh, we just spend all the time in prayer. Well, it's, it's not really what heaven is. This is a paraphrase for sort of the punchline of that story as we're talking about heaven is. Heaven is made up of acts of service because the Lord loves everyone and wants what's best for everyone. What is best for everyone? Please say it, folks. What is best for everyone? Service. Service. See, in our gifts, in what we're trying to do, folks, how we're trying to move life forward, I'm going to step back over here to this chart. It's about as best we can living in to this world. It was great like reading. We got answers as far away from California. You know, into this world, this idea of these gifts that we all can share. What happens with these gifts, is these gifts start to create like, like these webs, these, these connectedness through all things, and it just ends up being this, this connection that then can help all people. That's the web, I think, that is heaven. The miracle part of it, folks, is, is, is we bring our gift, and it's, it's not like, here we got a bunch of people with a gift, and they're going to, like, here's the person in need, and let me sort of force-feed my gift to you. Like, I, I was listening to Father Gregory Boyle, and he was saying something fascinating. He was saying about a woman who said, look, I want to volunteer because I believe I have something to actually tell all these gang members that's going to change their life be careful of such people. That's known as an agenda. This is about with. It's not about to. It's not about, I'm going to do this to you. It's about, I'm going to do this with you. The more these gifts increase... As New Church notes, the more perfect the world becomes. The more we're able to see the gift in another and enable it to grow, to breathe, the better the world becomes. Even in places like Angola Prison, average sentence, 83 years. And these men have learned they're doing life with each other, from cradle to grave. That's heaven. I don't know what your part is in this circle, but I do know this. You know. You know the way. My hope is that God blesses that. I know God will bless it. What happens at the end when we do all this? We find two critical things. We find meaning. And please listen carefully, folks. It's so important. I've been thinking about this a lot for the past month. We find meaning, of course. But we find the joy that frees us. We find the joy that frees us. May you, my beloved friends, find that joy. Amen. I'm now going to say a last prayer. You're welcome to join me in prayer, in sign of silent prayer, to say the Lord's Prayer as you know it, or to just to have a moment of quiet reflection. So please join me. Lord, thank you for your presence here among us today. And Lord, thank you for the circle that is this amazing congregation. Many gifts, Lord, all offered so freely. Many gifts also received so freely. Thank you, Lord, for the fact that we all have these gifts. Thank you for the fact, Lord, for the known peace that they're all there, even if we don't recognize them, that they're all there. Maybe give us a little grace to understand your very reckless love, the reckless love that you have for us that can bring those gifts to light. The book of Genesis, the Spirit of God, the Ruach, hovering over the waters, seeking to bring something to life. Lord, allow that Spirit To move in our lives today. Allow us to bring our gifts. Allow us to see the giftedness of the other and help to breathe life into it. And let us bring those all to the table, all to the circle. And what's the name for that circle? What's the name for that table? Heaven. Heaven. What a miracle that is. Where two or three are gathered, there I am, you say, in the midst of it all. Be with us, Lord, on this week ahead. Help us find meaning. Help us find joy. Help us find the way. And help us remember, we already know what it is. In your name, this week, we pray. Amen.